Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the Coming live to you. Oh, am I? Uh, was that my cue? The uh, the mute sound that was on. If so, apologize. I'll, I'll um, give the greeting as I started off by saying it's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live, twelve here at noon on a Pacific time, two p.m. Central where Will is at. And to everybody with us on the West Coast, Mid America, or the East Coast, hope everybody's doing great today. March 4, 2018, and man, just got back in the crib right now, relaxing a little bit, had a uh, pretty good weekend, was anticipating a great weekend in the sport of boxing, because we've been waiting for this one since we had to deal with drama and all that, leading to the point where we had to see Bermain Severn, Deontay Wilder, too. Nobody really cared about that, but the knockout was cool. But, um, yeah, all that other jazz we get to. Just um, relaxing here, enjoying the Sunday. And um, got a chance to kick it with the family yesterday. Um, been having some fun uh, throughout the week. Anybody who's uh, who listens to us and who's on that next level of being cool, like, like my man Junior, like um, – like my man uh, Jacob out Long Beach, who's uh, on the Snapchat, the stage Snapchat and things like that. We've been having a lot of fun. It was a good weekend where I was um, hoping that all in all, everything that led up to the whole hype of what we expected to be a great fight lived up to be, and it was exactly that. But we can get to the boxing talk here in a second. Just want to... Uh, Get on the level of saying how everybody's doing and all that good stuff. And um, I got to take it to my guy, my main man who's been holding it down with me for a while, who, without my man, we'd still be hidden in the shadows from a place where we came before. Wouldn't have some of these great opinions from my man JP, Seattle Sign, Janelle, Nino, Patty, guys that we kind of came up with under a wing, so to speak. And now we were able to get our own thing without the dictatorship. And it's just been really really good slash great slash amazing, all that to throw out our opinions without having a door slammed in our face called a mute button. 
and forced to speak on topics where we really don't care much for or walking on eggshells sometimes. So, yeah, giving you a little bit of high praise today, Willa, because it is Sunday, God's Day, and um, I know you travel around the world from time to time, but I believe you're out in the God's country in Houston, Texas, so I want to take it to my man Willa and see how everything's going on his side of the map. Willa, what's good, man? Oh, man, RC, everything's good. You, can you hear me loud and clear? Loud and clear, my brother. Cool, cool. Yeah, man, great weekend um, out here in Houston, Texas. Excellent, excellent weekend. We're out here in the 70s all all week, uh, looking good, feeling good. Um, excellent week of boxing. Uh, well, I say excellent. Well, we had one card that was excellent, then we had some some other BS, but we got a good heavyweight fight. We haven't had one of those of that caliber in a long time. You know, we had the Wilder Klitschko, which was it was similar, but not but not the same Joshua thing. Um, yeah, Joshua, my fault, Joshua. It was similar, but not the same thing. Uh, hell of a fucking yeah. fight, man. And uh, I oh, was yeah. excited today. Excited today to talk. You know. Uh, we're gonna peel the curtain back again, like I always like to do, especially when it's at the, uh, uh, it's on RC's back that we're, you know, picking on him. You know, I get I get a text an hour before the show. RC's talking about he partied too hard, you know. But RC forgets that I'm a, you know, I'm a man of a certain age, and I've done, I've been there, done that, everything that RC's living. So I know RC was full of shit and would be able to make it here on time. So we didn't push the show back, and guess what? Guess who was on time today? RC, as he usually is, you know. But he tried to get me with that old 20, that uh, later 20 talk. Oh, give me 30 minutes. No, no, no. We need you on time, and guess what? He he came. I knew he was going to be on time. He ain't going to let me host the show. So I knew if I said we going on, <laughs> RC was going to be on time, ready to go. So, yeah. Just wanted to say that, man. Hey, uh, I'm excited uh, to talk nah. this boxing with you, RC, for sure. <laughs> yeah, now, nah, um, it was just a, a long day yesterday. Uh, I had to baptize my niece yesterday in the Lord's house, and it was just a long day. Where I mean, you know, we wrapped it up yesterday at about 12 o'clock, and, you know, we had a, a little thing at the folks' house with all the homies over there and stuff. And, and, and we were waiting from noon to 6 o'clock, for the fight to start, and we—I mean, there wasn't nothing passing the time. Playing music is cool, whatever, whatever. Um, but there's no football and shit like that, so it was just a long day and a long night. And oh no, bro! And all that. <laughs> the Rockets. Hey, yo, you were watching the Rockets <laughs> put in that work before the before the game. No. Yeah, let's slow this down real quick before we talk to boxing. Let's talk about how the Rockets <laughs> came back last night. 15 wins in a row. I mean, come on now. The Rockets were on last night. I like the way I like the way that Seattle Sacramento Kings fans pulled that kind of bullshit where there was nothing on. No, 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 no. There was Rockets versus Lakers on prime time TV, five o'clock your time, four o'clock your time. So you know, nice try though, man. Uh, we play we play later. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, we 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 are doing good. We got a a young guy by the name of De'Aaron Fox who's putting in some work. So. Uh, Sacramento King hogwash. I don't want to hear that. We got young squad. So, um, but yeah, Rockets doing their thing though. Fifteen games in a row. Like I said, bro, <clears throat> James Harden is the baddest player in the planet. 
in the regular season. And, um, you know, he, he, hey, that shit that he did the other day, though, the disrespect to, to Wes Johnson over in LAC, oh, man. Hey, I, I want to know when they have funeral services for my man because that crossover step back, stare him down, wait till he gets back up and put the three in his mug, that was pretty vicious, man. I give James Harden a lot of credit. For that. You know I like to joke around with James Harden, but, but um, runaway MVP this year, hands down. So enjoy that, Willis. <clears throat> oh no, definitely, and, and I'll always take until until Harden proves himself in the playoffs. I gotta take you know clowns like yourself, Hayden, talking about he's the best in the in the regular season, and that's the truth. So we're gonna see, man. Hopefully this year is the year. Not hopefully, it will be the year, and Houston will be the city with back to back ships. And I'm talking about basketball. <laughs> that's how we do out here in H Town. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, um, I'm 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 picking on Harden and whatever, whatever. But you know, if it comes down to Golden State and and Houston somehow one way or another, um, ain't no Cali love in that matchup. So I'll be pulling for you guys pretty hard. But um, um, let's uh, let's get to this boxing talk, Willa, because you said that we had a great card on one hand and the other card was blah blah blah, and and that that can be taken for a hundred percent truth because Kovalev is fighting somebody I never heard of who supposedly was a good friend of his, um, and we know what time it is with that. Um, but young Dmitry Bivol, the uh, the young Russian dude that looks Asian, we got to talk about him later on because that young man is making some noise. But um, let's get to it. Bomb Squad, man. Yesterday, I played. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about Because yesterday You know, like I said, I had a little function yesterday um, House full of uh, Casual boxing fans um, And they were talking about Who is this Deontay Wilder guy He's got a great record, who's he fought I tell him I can't explain to you who he's fought Because you wouldn't understand It's, too, it, it, it's like if an uh, IT guy was trying to comprehend me with some sort of basic ins and outs of a of a computer or whatnot. I'm not going to pay attention, just fix it, nerd. So that's how they go when I'm talking about boxing to them. But we had the biggest um, heavyweight fight since you go back to the date of Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko, which is a pretty damn good fight in itself. Um, similar scenery uh, was not as big a house as what AJ and Vlad did, but Barclay Center has been known for having – the barn burners in boxing. The baddest fights have been going to Barclays and the crowd that's been pretty hyped. Um, a world's away of reactions from Las Vegas and things like that. Um, you know, you get these sceneries for boxing. You, uh, Stub Hub out in uh, Southern California, very small, but it, it, it has, it, you can see the impact in the crowd and all that stuff. But Barclays has been really hot for boxing. Um, really hot spot, and that's where the event took place yesterday. Uh, Deontay Wilder up against his biggest test in Luis King Kong Ortiz, a guy that you know I took some, I took some heat from yesterday uh, from uh, some of the homies in his camp over there. And um, I, look, Luis Ortiz, I, I see people giving excuses already saying he's an old man and, um, you know, he was washed anyways. He ain't fight like no old man yesterday. And um, – you know, everything that I said about Luis Ortiz in the past, it was in fruition. Um, 
early in the fight, it came to fruition uh, definitely in that seventh round where Deontay Wilder found himself in a hell of a lot of trouble. And um, heart of a champion personified because in this fight, we had two fighters that were taking that next step in heavyweight supremacy because we know there ain't too many doors left down the hallway after this fight. And, you know, Deontay Wilder is getting to that point where there's only a door or two left to get to where he wants to go. And that could have went for the same way, the other way around for Luis Ortiz. It seems like it's almost a tournament with the big guys, um, with Joseph Parker, AJ, Luis, King Kong, Ortiz, and Deontay Wilder. Um, And and it seems like we're going to get to where we got to get to in this division where we haven't been, um, you know, since Vladimir Klitschko was jabbing and grabbing. Um, But hell of a fight, man. Uh, It started off slow. But business picked up in the fifth round where Deontay Wilder landed a flush one straight on the forehead of Luis Ortiz, put him down in the fifth, haunted him on the way down, doing his little King Kong impersonation to him. And that's when the fight opened up. Sixth round, Deontay Wilder's feeling himself. Definitely not trying to be sloppy and wild in the fight, Deontay Wilder was trying to show that he can uh, he can box using some skill instead of windmills. Um, but when the fight really opened up, you know, Deontay Wilder opened up. The seventh round came along, and Deontay Wilder landed a pretty flush shot on Ortiz and thought that he stunned him harder than he did, but ended up catching a right counter right on the chin, right on the money. And you can see Luis Ortiz's eyes open up, and he started moving forward instead of coming off that back foot for a second. And that's when my jaw dropped a little bit. I thought, well, we that far away from Joshua Ortiz instead of Wilder Ortiz or Wilder uh, Joshua. Um, Ortiz had him in a lot of trouble. He was chopping him. He, he got a couple head shots, and then he started chopping him to the body. Wilder was, you know, falling on the ropes and trying to hold on, but he was just getting batted to the body when he was trying to hold on. So he was in a hell of a lot of trouble. But to his credit, did not go down, did not have a, a, a stanky leg walking back to his corner, shaking his head, like, yo, I'm okay, can do this. Um, Luis Ortiz fans want to say that, oh, the ref should have stopped the fight in that seventh round. The ref let it go on. Well, you know, in a championship fight of that caliber, you can't stop that fight. If I'm a Luis Ortiz fan, and I, hey, I'm cool with Ortiz um, and all that, but I don't want that fight to stop at that point in time. Got to let it keep going, man. This is a this is for the for the for the green strap, man. This is for that WBC title. You can't just let it go out like that. I know Wilder was. It's not like he was just in no man's land because he was hurt, but he knew who was in front of him. You know, eighth round came up. Referee gave a little extra time to check on Deontay Wilder's eyes because he might have been out on his feet at the time. And he was definitely still hurt in that eighth round because he had no snap on his punches whatsoever. Um, Ortiz was catching his win in that next round. Deontay Wilder was trying to recover in that round. And, um, you know, when the ninth and tenth happened, 
you know, it was just like all hell broke loose. Everybody that was booing early in the fight was on top of their feet. You could see people standing, and uh, it just had that old-school feel of a heavyweight fight where you thought this guy's going to win, but this happened, and you thought Ortiz was going to win. And then, wait a minute, Deontay Wilder, is, it was just a momentum shifter. And people can say whatever they want to say about Deontay Wilder's lack of skill, but his heart and his power make up for that lack of skill. And as I mentioned before, the personification of a heart of a champion Deontay Wilder put on display yesterday. Because when he got Ortiz in that dark place, and Deontay Wilder went to that dark place too, both fighters went to that dark place, unquote. But, but Wilder made it out. Tenth round, put him down. Waited for him to get up. Ortiz was um, definitely gassed out in that last round. He gassed out, and for Deontay Wilder, he recovered at a perfect time because when that happened, he was able to get to get that right hand to land, start swinging a little sloppy, but that uppercut that landed and dropped Ortiz for the final bill, that was money. That that uppercut landed right on the chin. And, money, and Deontay Wilder took care of business. A lot of people think that Deontay Wilder, oh, he's had, what, uh, seven voluntary title defenses. He struggled with Du Hoppus. Deontay Wilder, as I said long ago, I said he might be a late bloomer. And it looks like he's progressed in his, his own unorthodox way. And he's, you know, Spilka might still be in the hospital right now. Deontay Wilder's power is for real. The guy is a uh, a big man with a with a big right hand, you know. And um, Deontay Wilder definitely put on yesterday for not only the heavyweight division, not only for himself, but for the sport of boxing because that was a shot that was heard around the world. ESPN was covering it and showing the 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 whole uh, knockout, the knockdowns that happened in the fight, and for people to see a heavyweight champion from the USA, 40-0 and 0, with 39 knockouts, knocking out every opponent he's faced, oh, yeah, you're going to make some waves, man, because they know about that other guy over in the U.K. because he's with Kevin Hart and The Rock and shit like that. So we got something cooking. We got something cooking. But yesterday was Deontay Wilder's moment. He passed the test, and not only a test of, of, of beating a guy who there's no, no debate about it. Luis Ortiz is a top-five contender, contender in the heavyweight division who he's a, tough, he's a tough matchup for guys. Southpaw, good on his feet, speed yesterday, and Luis Ortiz has nothing to hang his head on because even though he took that L yesterday, I'm sure people still want to see him get his get back somehow, some way, and try to get back in the picture um, say with the, the unified champion one day. So Deontay Wilder had his moment yesterday, passed his test against a top five contender and against a Southpaw because we all know how Southpaws can give guys problems with finding range and all that shit. So much respect to Deontay Wilder. He made the USA proud yesterday. And I guarantee you, Anthony Joshua will not be sleeping well leading up until 
whenever this fight happens. But D. Willow Wilson, that fight yesterday, in my opinion, great fight, possibly a classic by the way that the momentum margin had kept shifting. And I think it was a lot better than what people expected it to be. And it was a great fucking fight, in my opinion. I loved it. How did you see that fight yesterday, Willa? Oh, man. Anticipating the fight. Um, and I want to say, first off, hats off to Ortiz, man. Ortiz did and looked better than I thought he was going to look. You know, he's always a little sloppy, but he wasn't he wasn't fat and sloppy like Larry Holmes, you know. There's, there's gonna, we're gonna have a discussion later where Larry Holmes mm-hmm. is probably gonna be brought up. I was tagged on a Facebook post earlier um, where Larry Holmes was brought up. But let's remember, RC. I just want to put the seed in the ground right now and watch it grow. Larry Holmes yeah. was fat, old, and sloppy, and had been boxing his whole life. Ortiz was out there. He started late, just like uh, Wilder, due to you know him being a Cuban amateur, right? And yeah. uh, he looked excellent out there for a little bit. He was a big ass dude out there. He wasn't in the worst shape of his life. He looked good, and he lasted longer. Than, no, well, you know, I did say the tenth round KO, but I thought it was going to be a little easier after that third or fourth round. You know, when he, uh, you know, when he first got knocked down. No, let's let's just start it off. Let's let's go from the top. Let's start at the top. Let me slow down. Yeah, yeah. First, Wilder comes out with Little Kim, and I think to myself, this is about to be a long fucking night. You know, Wilder. You know these. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know who that was. Some kind of alien. You know. Representing uh, uh, the Bronx or the BK, wherever the hell she's from, Brooklyn. No, yeah, she's from Brooklyn. So they're in the Barclays. You know, he came out yeah. to her, spicy. I didn't really like that, but the song might have sounded like it was all right. You know, listening to the song, even though Little Kim didn't know her words, and I think Ortiz won the coming out. You know, Ortiz came to some to the Rick Ross. Uh, Rick Ross is now in the hospital, like on life support and critical, uh, critical uh, condition or some shit right there. So let's send a prayer out to Rick yeah. Ross. Um, but he came out to some Rick Ross yes, straight man. look, man. And then my man comes out with Lil' Kim. He took the first L there. I thought, I, he, you know, I picked Wilder, 10th round KO. <laughs> I repeat, I, I picked Wilder, 10th round KO, you know, stoppage. But, uh, but, I, you know, I felt a little funny. I was like, this night might not end up. This guy's coming to Lil' Kim, you know. Then he started off, and you could see the skill levels that Luis Ortiz was sort of on another skill level. But Deontay Wilder was so long and had the jab that he couldn't really get on him early. So I thought, man, and he was sort of hitting him. I was like, uh-oh. This might, yeah. this not, this might, not, be, this might not be good for Wilder, man. I started getting a little lump in my throat. My throat started getting real dry. Then all of a sudden, man, those things came out. And Ortiz and Ortiz dropped, I think, what was that, the fifth, right? Yes, sir, that was the Ortiz, fifth round. Ortiz drops. I'm screaming. This is crunk. Hey, this is, what, this is what I told everybody. 
this guy's got that dynamite in his hands. Ortiz felt it, and he and, and he went down shortly after that. Bell wrong, I believe. So they go in. Everything's looking good. Wilder comes out the next round. He's you know he's doing a little show. He's showing off. He's doing the karate, the karate moves. He's doing all hey, kinds of crazy stuff, which I enjoy. That was, <laughs> that was tough. I'm glad you mentioned that, bro, because he hey. was on his Bruce Lee shit during that part of the ring. I love that showmanship by Deontay yeah. Wilder, man. Yeah, that got me hype. Everything is hype. And then Wilder gets hit by a hook, and he just pauses. And then he throws a jab, and I'm like, oh, I, I knew it was over. Then you see Ortiz realize it, and then – I thought it was over, dog. My my heart sunk. My wife came in like, "What's going on? What's going on?" I was like, "This guy Wilder, he's about <laughs> hey, it's, it's, hey, this guy Wilder's about to disrespect everybody, dog. He's about to put our names in the dirt, the USA. He's talking all that noise, and he's about to get dropped by an old dude." But Wilder just kept on taking bombs. I thought they were going to stop it for a second, but he 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 would throw a couple of punches, try to hold. You know, Ortiz looked like he weighed about 30 more pounds, 20 more pounds than him. So Ortiz is oh, pushing yeah. him around, but but he but he hung in there. He hung in there 100%. You got to give that to him. Ortiz was hitting him with shots. So we can't – his chest uh, questioning his chin, I don't want to hear that anymore. We're not worried about that anymore. Now yeah. it's looking bad. But I knew once he made it, I knew – I'm 100% sure we can check the little boxing thread. Ortiz was in the corner with his head down. And his coach said, somebody revive him. Revive. That means you're dead. That means you're done. Somebody revive him. This is it. This was like the eighth or ninth round. They're saying, this is it. This is your time. You've got to do it for your family. So not this guy the knock this guy uh, almost knocked this guy down, but they're talking about revive and family. Oh no, I knew it was over. I put at that point, this is over. Ortiz is done. Next thing you know, wop wop, game over. Uppercut, slap him. This is one of this is one of the best fights we've seen in a long time. You know, like I said at the beginning, um, uh, AJ and, uh, and 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 Klitschko, that was a good fight. But they weren't throwing like this. These guys were throwing, taking shots. Both of those guys, they were dropping. They got hit by a shot. They were going down. These guys were taking shots, going in there, exchanging. You know, Wilder they was were, just faster. Wow. Yeah, Wilder was just faster at some point, and he had his chin because Wilder was getting hit. Wilder was getting hit with shots by the bigger guy, and he was looking at it. But his legs, they would look a little crazy, but he never went down, man. So so much respect to him, man. Uh, hey, anybody, they can't hate it. They can hate it all they want, man. But like that boy said, King Kong ain't got shit on me. And that was real talk. That was real talk, man. Ortiz fans. You know, he did good, and I can see him coming back. What Ortiz learned last night is what he should have already known. He should have came out firing rounds one through four and tried to get this skinny guy out of here. 
So maybe he could do that unifying after the belts are unified. He, you know, he people gonna say he's old and all that, but he didn't look old in there. He's uh, Deontay Wilder is thirty two years old, right or thirty three. He's something like that. So he's not yeah. young. Yeah, these guys are yeah. These guys both started late, and you know they haven't really been fighting and getting knocked around. They've just been whooping boys. So they're young. You know we're gonna see another old ass guy fight. That's got one punch power. You know, at first I used to say Adonis Stevenson has the best one shot power in the game. Not saying he hits harder than harder than Wilder, but for his weight, for where he is, I thought he had the best last night. But those bombs Wilder dropped last night that put him right. That put him maybe a little over Stevenson, man. So Stevenson got to prove something against Butte pretty soon. But yeah, yeah, that was it, man. Love the fight, one hundred percent. And uh, Wilder proved to me that he would beat Mike Tyson easily in a fight, prime or no prime, customado, no customado. Deontay Wilder last night beat, uh, proved to us with his one-punch power that he's got George Foreman power, but he's faster, quicker, longer. This guy, he beats Wild, uh, he beats AJ. And he uh, beats a few more guys. He's gonna be fifty and zero. He's gonna be one of the greatest ever. And they're gonna hate it, man. They're gonna hate it. But I know we got Janelle on uh, mm-hmm. RC. So whenever you want to go to him, yeah. just letting you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Some guy, the guy that Janelle, said, like, the guy that said Wilder would definitely not knock out Ortiz. That we were crazy. <laughs> To think that this guy would knock out Ortiz, you know, we're talking <laughs> a guy like that. He's gonna bring up Larry Holmes. He's gonna bring up Tyson. He's gonna bring up all this nonsense. Just know this guy has a has a knack for hating on American fighters, certain American <laughs> fighters. I'll go ahead and say it: Black American fighters. Especially, <laughs> he likes the old ones. Don't like the new ones. He don't like none of the new ones. <laughs> He said AJ didn't have the power. I mean, not AJ. He said Wilder didn't have the power. And, he, and he's going to come up with some excuse on why his boy got knocked out, even though he's going to say he said Wilder was going to win. But, you know, just let yeah, me know. Um, we'll, we'll, just in case. Just in case you want to go. Yeah, through. we'll go. Yeah, we'll go to Janelle right now. I just wanted to mention uh, the way that the, the fights happened yesterday with Wilder finishing Ortiz with an uppercut and AJ finishing. Vladimir Klitschko with an uppercut. Kind of funny how that works because both these guys are on a collision course. Eddie Hearn comes out and says that, you know, he's basically given the whole political rundown with the whole deal. Like, he needs a promoter. Why don't he come talk to me? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we'll see how it works out, though, man. I mean, Deontay Wilder had his moment yesterday. And um, to be honest with you, Will, might be coming around to that idea that Mike Tyson would get his little ass up and cut it out the ring by Deontay Wilder if that fight ever happened. I hate talking about mythical fights like, oh, you know, what if so-and-so, what if so-and-so was able to match up, match up. You see it all in the boxing forums. I don't care to take part in those because uh, you just leave it in the past. It's like the whole, you know, who would win between LeBron prime versus Jordan prime one-on-one. It's like, that shit's not going to happen, man. So I don't care to dwell into it. But I might be leaning on towards that because, you know, Deontay Wilder, 
he is his own style. And like I said, his heart and his power makes up for his lack of skills. But he is his own problem, and it gives everybody else a problem. And Deontay Wilder, baddest man in the heavyweight division, hands fucking down. And, it, you know, that's like the, uh, the, uh, the mythical pound-for-pound type of talk when we talk about the baddest man on the planet, but we know what time it is when we're talking about the baddest man on the planet. We're talking about the biggest man in the heavyweight division who basically could whoop everybody's ass in the world because everybody's smaller than him. <laughs> so uh, baddest man on the planet, uh, Deontay Wilder, hell of a fight yesterday, UFC. I seen your guys' biggest heavyweight with a guy named Andongo get his ass whipped by a white boy named Stipe Miocic and, um, Y'all ain't on this level, man. This is the big boy level of boxing, and that's all I wanted to say real quick before we could go to Janelle. But uh, let's take it to Janelle and see how he seen the fight going yesterday because, um, I, I mean, you, you gave a lot of credit for Luis Ortiz making it in the later rounds, Janelle, and I thought that the fight um, will have called the 10th round stoppage. Uh, good shit for him because, you know, uh, if we – couldn't make predictions around here. Like, uh, you know, we, we, get it, we get it spot on sometimes, whether it's me or him or you or Sime or whatever, whatever, because we know what we're talking about over here. We just ain't talking none of this hogwash bullshit because I know yesterday if you put $100 on Wilder knocking him out in the first round like he did with the man Stavern, you would have won like 3300 or something like that. I think it was, a, it was a, a really high margin like that when you went to the first three rounds. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we know what we're talking about over here sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So I had a seventh-round stoppage. I thought that, that that the fight would have went no longer than the seventh and, you know, go happen to find out that the seventh round was when Deontay Wilder got in the most trouble because he had knocked him down in the fifth, sixth round was defending himself, and I was like, oh, seventh-round stoppage coming up. I'm going to be bragging the Willow once he stops him in this seventh round, and that's when my jaw dropped when Deontay Wilder got in a lot of trouble in that seventh round. But you, for the most part, were saying that Ortiz definitely had the stamina um, and the boxing ability to go later in the rounds, which a lot of people didn't see coming, JP. Um, But Ortiz definitely looked like a pretty good, fresh boxer for the most part during the whole fight. As Willa mentioned, like, in no rush to get Wilder out early because of the Cuban pedigree that he has. I was saying it to my boys that were there. He's not going to rush him because he's from the Cuban background, Cuban boxing school, where he's pretty much in cruise control for the most part. But Luis Ortiz can't hold his head too low yesterday, even though that was his first loss of his career in the professional ranks. Uh, But Janelle, hell of a fight yesterday for me. Hell of a fight from Willard's standpoint. How did you feel about this fight yesterday? And what's your take on it, my man? Well, basically, I mean, I mean, like I said, um, Ortiz was going to give him a, a run for his money. I did say that the, that the first half of the fight, that Ortiz was going to box him, a uh, box him pretty easily, which which exactly happened. I stated uh, that don't sleep on Ortiz. I think Ortiz just literally he got tired. His age caught up with him is why he got knocked out. Uh, uh, basically, it's like a guy's easier to finish off when he gets uh, tired. He, he uh, way easier. And I said his age was kicking around the around the second half of the fight, his age will kick in. And I think that's what happened, why he couldn't go for the kill in the eighth round. I think that he wasted all his energy in the seventh round, and which he hurt him. 
in the eighth round, it's like Willis said by uh, how like the guy looked uh, very tight in between rounds, and he just couldn't get it done right then and there. And um, I mean, um, I mean the fight was a sloppy fight, like 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 most heavyweight fights are. It was somewhat entertaining, of course, because um, of course everybody likes to see knockdown, dragouts, and stuff. But you know, um, it is what it is. Um, as far as uh. As far as what um, uh, Willow was saying about the whole um, the whole Mike Tyson thing, it's like you said, man. Uh, debating about fights that can never happen is kind of frustrating. But from what I seen yeah. last night, that straight left to the body was catching a, a Wilder, and the way he was like like he was getting kind of hurt a bit. I mean, come on, Tyson's body punching game. Come on, man, he's gonna break that big tree down to size. But like I said, on uh, and everything also. Is that in the seventh round? Okay, when he had him hurt, and then the eighth round, how he let Wilder, well not let him, it's like he just couldn't finish him. And after that round, I was like, okay, he's getting knocked out. I um I actually posted on Facebook. I was like, after he got out of that round, it's like, yo, he's getting knocked out by the eleventh. That's what I said after that. You know, I mean, and 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 the knockout came because I was like, yo, you do not let him. I mean, at your age, man, he should have just stayed on that body. He should. Oh, so he kept on that left hook. Or, or, or straight left to the body, which was actually hurting Wilder. If he'd have kept throwing that in the eighth round, he could have got him out of there. But it's like, I don't know if it was age or whatever, age of nutrition or whatever, but something creeped in uh, to where he right. couldn't pick up the pace in the, but, in the yeah, eighth round. Well, you know, you know, Janelle, um, it, it happens in boxing a lot when a guy who, um, let's say, is the B side and he gets the A side in trouble, or it might not even have to be that. But when you got a guy in so much danger and you're swinging for the fences to get him out of there, and you don't get him out of there, you usually gas out for the. He's rest loading of the fight up. After. He's loading up too much rather than being poised. He was loading up too yeah. much rather than being poised. But also, it yeah, was interesting how they kind of let him kind of. I mean, they let Wilder go to the corner and kind of. I mean, that was some kind of. I don't know what the hell that was about, but it's like. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if that was some kind of. Oh, crazy. You know what that was? Oh, let him recover. Or whatever. Hey, no, 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 no. It was. I think he was. I think he was out of there, dog. I think that he was. Knocked out because when he got in, if you yeah. looked at what was that the the eighth round when he started like he was sitting flat footed and he couldn't really move and he still couldn't jab, but he or he himself out. could could do anything. No, no, no. I'm out. talking about no. I'm talking about Wilder. No, I'm talking, yeah, talking about Wilder. Wilder was knocked out. I think now when they checked him to see if he was still thing, I he was easy. I think he was knocked out during that. I think he was out of there, dog. Because he got hit. Hey, he a, when he got hit by that left, he paused. And, like, from then on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Legs. He probably was concussed right then. And I think they were saying how was, concussed and, he was. And that was some bullshit right there. Because I, I, I mean, I'm using some trouble right there. And that was some bullshit. But, I mean, I, who knows? Hey, um, it's all a myth of what would happen uh, had it not been a little break right then and there. Who knows? But, I mean, that was some kind of bullshit. I know if it was me, I would have been livid. I would have been pissed. I would have did a jab at the referee. I would have choked his ass or something on some spew shit. Cause that was some, I mean, that was some bullshit right there. But I mean, I'm a hey, um, uh, going forward, I will, I will bet you when the fight gets made, I will bet that Joshua beats him. I will put up uh, whatever you want. Not a a a Joshua's a big boy himself. He's a big boy. I don't think he's gonna punch himself out. He would he would be more nimble than Ortiz is from beginning to end. He would be more nimble. He would um and the guy is not a, 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 a fucking small guy. He's fucking t- he's a towering big man as well. And it's like uh, I just think 
I just think that actually he can actually out. I think he would outpoint him. And I will bet you on that, Willow. I will bet you. I'm going fucking thousand dollars if you want to bet up. I got no problem with that. Hey. I'll <laughs> like come down I told, to Houston like and watch the fight people. with you. Matter of fact, I'll come down there hey, and watch like, the fight with you. Matter of fact. Like I told the people, man, you got it's something against it's Americans. What do you, you mean? You got something against Americans. No, nah, ain't, ain't nothing to beat Come on, that's bullshit. Wilder, that's bullshit. Wilder has limited hey, skills. He has, limit, he has limited skills. Right. Um, you saw it last but night. It, uh, yes, he won. Okay, yes, he won. But I'm saying, it's like I said, even going for um, 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 uh, last week, I said last week. Dynamite. Okay, his age will kick in. His age will kick in, and he will fucking, uh, um, I mean, I, I didn't think he was going to knock him out, but I said, okay, his age was kicking after a while, and then it would be easy cruising for a while afterwards. And that's basically what happened. His age kicked in. So, he got so, tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got a question. When, when, uh. Ain't when, nothing about uh, no Anthony black Joshua, guys. Hold on, that, hold, that on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We left that, man. That's just a joke. Hey, but what, 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 when Anthony Joshua gets tired in the uh, in the later rounds, is he showing his age, or is he getting tired because he's a heavyweight? When Canelo gets tired in the later rounds, is he showing his age, or he is it because he much. gets tired? He loads up too much. Canelo loads so, up too much. So, Everybody knows so that. How come, he loads up too much. So how come when a big old 250-pound man punches as hard as he can for a minute and a half and can't get the guy out of there? Hey, come on, you he saw he punched himself. Right? You called it yourself. How in between yes, rounds, how I, he sat his head that's down. That's what I just said. He, he punched that's himself just, out. That's what I just said. But what does that have to do with age? Why is that an age thing now? That's what people do, especially heavyweights. No, no. So why is that I an said, age thing? No, listen, 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 listen. It's plenty of times when Canelo will punch out in six, seven rounds, he'll take a break and then come back hard in a few rounds later. Well, Ortiz couldn't take a break. Ortiz couldn't get, take a break. He was going. He took a break on the eighth I'm round and went to sleep. It's time that Super G took a break. And use his defense, yes, he making a miss, but he wasn't making him pay. But still, he got his NG back. And they, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, Chiefs wasn't getting his no back. Time. Because no, he's no, fighting a guy that's not, not dynamite. It, it has nothing to do with that. Come on, no Ortiz dynamite. Looks fresh man. In that was dynamite. Were you not watching yeah. that? Like, you dog, hate, dog. dog. Look at you. you just I'm said not hating. I'm just saying his age kicked you in. Hate a guy's age is knock out when he's fucking tired. A guy's age is knock out when he gets tired. He is. But he got knocked out before he was. He got knocked down before. He was, he was knocked tired. down, not out. He was knocked down, knocked down earlier. Yeah. It was a punch. So he coming. A bit of it. it happened. It, it happens. It happens. The guys get knocked no, down all the time. That was straight. Wasn't that a straight right? No. Yeah, it was a looping shot, I believe. On the first knockdown. Was, uh, a, a on hook. the first knock. Might have been a hook. On the first knockdown. It was, it, it was one of his looping shots. Hook. He didn't see it you coming. Know, but, like, but, but like I was saying though, when it comes to like dudes that are. That close to getting somebody out of there. If you don't get him out of there, the rest of the fight history says it don't at work his, out well for those guys. At his age, yes, but I'm saying in other fights, fucking younger guys. I mean, not necessarily so. A guy's could regrouping. A guy's could regroup at a young age. Could regroup, but and then come back regroup. again in, in, a, in, a, in about a round or two. But it, but it he happens, tried to come back in a it, round or two when he got slept. But he, you, you're acting like. He, no, he, no, no, he, no, he no, 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 no. He did not up. come back. He did not he come back. Asleep. He was basically losing that fight after that. Because it, after the eighth round, I think it was, I was like, okay, okay, he's getting knocked out. And I put it on because the right. one, he he pulls himself out, and I'm like, he's getting knocked out. He couldn't fish him that round, and now Wilder gets Engie no, back. And that's not Bill Wilder. He got, and that's not Bill Wilder. He got Engie back. Am I right or wrong? He recovered. 
Am I right or wrong? Yeah, he recovered. He recovered. Exactly. Exactly. Is what I'm, exactly what I'm saying. At 40 years old, it's nothing easy to, to recover like that. At the age of 40 but, years but, old, there's nothing easy to recover like that. It's not. And this but, is why Hopkins, when he was overweight and got 40-plus years old, he wasn't that all-action guy anymore because, of course, he had to be um, monitor his stamina. I'm not trying to punch myself out. I'm trying to be more effective. And on two yeah, sports, yeah, missing yeah. a lot of shots also. He, he was missing <laughs> a lot of heavy-handed shots. So, in that seventh round. So when, that, so when, when Anthony Joshua gets tired, it's because he's old. No, I'm not. I'm saying, but he regroups. Is what I'm saying. He regroups. Is what I'm saying. He will regroup. But he couldn't regroup. That's what. When did he have a chance to regroup? He he punched himself out There's in the, ways in the of seventh energy round. Back. Any fighter knows that. Any fighter knows there's ways of actually getting energy back. Every fighter knows that. At his age, he couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it. I can name I can name countless fighters who will get tired, but then they'll okay they'll be in defensive mode, and they'll be breathing like like oh 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 they're blocking shots and getting energy back and shit. I can name countless fights that happen. I'm not with these modern day heavyweights, but you know what I'm saying other fights. I mean, it happens. It happens. It just is. What okay. It is. Well, you just you just said what I said. Not with these modern day fat boys. So you know. I don't think that's ever been the chance. I think, you know, but, that's a special I think, but you brought up Canelo, but you brought up Canelo, and you brought up Canelo. Hey, yeah, yeah, Joshua has better Canelo stamina than Ortiz. He has better cardio than Ortiz. That's obvious. Hey, Ortiz he has way good better cardio than Ortiz. Hey, you can't deny that. Better number, man. Stop hating. No, nah, come on, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't know who has that's better bullshit. cardio. Are you saying at your age now you was like how you was twenty years old? No, oh, you say you go to basketball I, court but, right now. You go to basketball I'm, court right now but, and play hard like you was when you were twenty years old. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Number, I'm, I'm playing, oh, I'm come on, bullshit, bullshit. Now you know you bullshit. I'm playing seven games. Yeah. I'm, I, I come on, man, but not like how you still doing. go. I, I'm saying not like how you were fucking twenty years old though. It's like when Jordan, Layton Jordan's hey, career, he wasn't dunking over guys. Oh, Layton Jordan, for instance, Jordan wasn't jumping over guys' head anymore. As you get older, you fall back on things, and you're more intelligent and shit. And you get more intelligent. Boxing, dog. I'm saying, good, man. it's the same concept as what I'm saying, though, fam. Hey, hey, hey I'm I, saying hey. I will bet that Joshua beats Wilder. If you're going to put something on good. that, hey, put some on it. We're gonna, we're, yeah, I will come down to you and watch it with you, matter of fact. I'll come to you cool. and watch we'll, it with you when it happens. Aren't you coming to California and watch with me? What's the special treatment for Willis? Are you betting me? Are you back? I want, I, want to get, cause I, I want my money right then when he goes to sleep. I'll come to Cal- yeah, Exactly. And another, I'll come, and another I'll, American I'll come there brother. With you. No problem. No problem. Wrong. I travel the whole country. All, <laughs> I travel the whole year, fucking world all year round, so it doesn't matter to me. But hey, hey, hey like said I said. That, uh, si was doing reverse racism. That's Janelle over here, dog. Reverse racism. Hey, like I said, though, <laughs> I believe Joshua is licking his lips at that fight right now with Wilder from what he saw last night. It's like how Canelo nah, looked at him after he saw the Jacobs oh, Triple G fight, and then he I took the he fight. I mm-hmm. think he ain't sleeping too good. I think he ain't sleeping too good at night because that straight that he took from Vladimir yeah. Klitschko put his ass down. And I don't know if he could take some yeah. of them bombs that Wilder on, man. The old-ass man Klitschko, same thing. Klitschko had AJ and almost and got him out of there. And he knocked Klitschko out in the run. And then he beat Klitschko, Klitschko though? Klitschko did finish him. Hey, yeah, he did. Hey, he this did. is why he we want to see this fight. This is why we want to see the fight. Hey, this is why we want to see this fight. And I just believe that Joshua, he's more nimble. Why don't you want he's America more to shine? 
More I'm not. I'm not saying oh, I don't. Come nigga. on, that's bullshit. Did you that's bullshit. I'm a fight fan. Nimble? I don't care where you're from. I'm a fight fan. Hey, I don't care where you're you from. Say, I'm just did a you say? Did you say the robot was more nimble than than Wilder? Yes, Wilder's out of control. He's out of control. Come on, that's obvious. Are you gonna deny that? Out of control. That power is out of control. I'm denying everything you're saying. Don't <laughs> man said the power is out of control. You on that? Hey. Yo, you crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you took it out the today, dog. Nah, nah, ain't no hate. I mean, I, I, hey, the guy's winning. You have to give him his props and all. I mean, nobody's knocking him. I mean, I'm just, was that a good win I'm last just, night? Huh? Was that a good win last night? It was a good night? win, yeah. It was a, hard, it was a hard-fought win. I mean, it was a pretty sloppy, ugly fight, but, you know what I'm saying, it was exciting. Uh, and most every eight fights, they are sloppy. I mean, it's what it is. But I mean, hey, yeah. I'm kudos to him. You know what I mean? No, for sure, for sure. A lot of kudos to him, hands down. And hey, this is why we want to see the AJ versus Wilder fight. So, um, you know, hopefully we get that shit coming forward because Eddie Hearns already talking about, oh, uh, after Joseph Parker, we're gonna fight Jarrell Big Baby Miller. Why the fuck would you want to fight Jarrell Miller? Like, I get it. He talks a lot of shit, and you can make some noise with it. But why not face the number one heavyweight in America instead of facing the number six or seven heavyweight in America? It don't make no sense to me. But we'll see how that goes. Um, Willie, you said we got JP on the line. I know my man had some uh, things to say about Ortiz being out of shape and all that good stuff. Um, but he ain't looked too much out of shape to me yesterday. So let's see how we've seen the fight because, I mean, I was impressed with the fight. Willa was impressed with the fight. Janelle, not so much. <laughs> JP, how do you feel about this fight happening yesterday, my man? And um, do you think that Deontay Wilder took that next step? Uh, yeah, man. Good morning to y'all. Uh, good afternoon for some. Uh, glad I caught y'all. But um, do I feel, well, I'll start by saying, like, none of us expected Wilder to struggle how he did. So, like Willow, we can't eliminate a critique just because he got the win because he got the win and we all expected that, but we didn't expect him to be damn near on his, you know, it was a moment in there in the seventh round where we thought, oh shit, it was all hype. It was all hype. That's what I was thinking. It's coming crashing the fuck down. And uh, so I think the critiques are definitely valid. Um, But I will start by saying this also. um, Wilder would have got him out there. I think Zach Morris was in the house last night because uh, Luis Ortiz was saved by the bell. And uh, what was that, third, fourth, you know, with that straight right hand that didn't even get in 100% clean. It kind of like got halfway in, and he gave him stanky leg and put him down. And if it wasn't for that bell, Luis would not have made that next round, guaranteed. When Wilder hey, gets hurt, you gone. JP, yeah. hey, I want to say, say this real quick. Because it goes to that point This saved by the bell thing I don't really get that They were saying that Wilder was saved by the bell Because he lasted a minute and a half Getting his ass whooped The bell is a part of the no. thing So being saved by the bell just means The guy didn't capitalize early enough That's not, you know Well, well it's if completely you know saying, different I don't really... No, well, I do know what you're saying But the, the instances were completely different Wilder survived the round he did. He survived. Being saved by the bell means that you out on your fucking feet and the bell rang. 
that's what happened to Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz was out on his feet, like out in the bell ring. You know, he was saved by the bell. Wilder survived the round. That's two complete different um, instances there. Um, but another thing I find yeah. interesting about it is, like, uh, I, I, Wilder looked terrible to me offensively and defensively. But to that, I'll add this. Did he do it purposely? Because to me, he didn't even try to work a jab. I mean, he kind of just held his arm out there. Uh, he started to throw a jab a little bit, but he never seemed intent on really making it land. What he looked like he did, he came out there from round one through uh, ten. He kept that right hand in the clip, and every time he let it off, he was shooting a kill. And um, I, I hate that. That's a pet peeve of mine. When you, and it, and it, you always see it come crumbling down for these guys who get obsessed with their power. You know, they'll go out there and they'll just like, man, I don't even got a box. I don't got to set nothing up. As soon as I touch you with this, you're going to sleep. And every time we've seen this particular type of fighter, it's always a guy who's smart enough to be able to either evade or either take the punch. You know, while you got we're chasing um, Luis Ortiz until the 10th round, and another thing I hated about it is that Wilder was up on all the cards. So while we're in the 10th round before I see this knockout coming, I'm starting to think, damn. Huh? No, I said, that's ridiculous, him being up on all those cards. Sorry to cut you off, but that was ridiculous. Right. Go ahead. Exactly. So what I'm starting to think is, you know what, man, I hope they don't fucking give Wilder this fight if he loses to Ortiz. Because that would be even worse for his reputation because then it will look like they're definitely just uh, coddling him and pushing him along easily because I was worried that they were going to cook it for him. And they were. That's the thing. They were. And Wilder was just giving them rounds away. We've seen him start to do that since Gerald Washington, just give rounds away. Man, that's fucking dangerous. And he better not do that against Joshua. He better not do that against Joshua. I don't know what Mark Breland's telling him, but um, he better be telling him he got to start working to win rounds. The greats did not give rounds away, even Tyson, who had that eraser. Now, that's one thing um, Wilder has is that fucking eraser. It erases everything he does badly. He's still pulling out of there with his chin up. He's still just uh, wild in the pocket. He don't nobody work. No, last night not even a jab. Now people said, okay, it was a southpaw, so he had to keep the right the, the jab home to some degree, but just no no way of setting up the right hand, and that to me is just terrible. And uh, but he did win the fight with an uppercut on the inside. That was a legit landed shot and dropped Luis Ortiz. Now was Luis Ortiz? We predicted, especially myself, said he can't fight twelve rounds. That's what I said last week. He just can't, and I think. He couldn't, you know. I don't think Wilder was putting any type of immense pressure on him, and I don't think the pace was so to where he couldn't keep that up. He just cannot fight 12 hard rounds against a legitimate heavyweight. And I think it was a combination of exhaustion, like I exactly said last week. It's going to be a combination of, of exhaustion, and he's hurt. He's not going to be out. He's going to be down looking at you and just like, yeah, I think I've had enough. I've, I've earned my check. Um, and that's what we see, man. And but does Wilder have flaws? Absolutely. Who would I pick between him and AJ? Man, it's kind of a it's a hard one because what Wilder does have is that if he fucking touches you, you just turn into Bambi all of a sudden. You know what I mean? I don't know 
how he does it. I mean, Luis Ortiz, as far as my knowledge, had never been down. And Wilder hit him with half a right hand and stanky leg. So, and we know um, Joshua can go down. We know that. So, you know, I can imagine Joshua getting clipped and stanky leg for Joshua, and then the fight will be over. But uh, it will be intriguing nonetheless. It will be intriguing. Definitely hey, yo, the reason why, hey, the reason why ahead, I think he didn't, he didn't do the jab, he didn't get that jab off like you like you wanted to see, is because Luis Ortiz was taking him with shots. See, what, what we're forgetting is that Luis Ortiz was on the other side doing the exact same thing Wilder was doing, knocking boys out. So or, uh, Wilder tried to, I think in his first or second round, he tried to hit him with the right and he missed and got hit with the hook, and he almost did the stanky leg. And he dropped back, and he smiled, and he was like, okay. And then he was a little – he was waiting. He was very, very patient with throwing that right hand because he knew he was coming in with all his might. And, you know, I think Ortiz sort of neutralized that jab. I don't think it was, it was something – I think he couldn't do it because Ortiz was in there, was the better boxer. And he was quicker, and every time – Wilder threw a punch. Ortiz was throwing punches also, and Ortiz was hitting hard. That's the thing. And, Very and, true. And, That's and true. He, and he and he died out because he threw for a minute and a half in the seventh round. Not that many people, you know. I would hate to go back to people saying it's age, but not that many heavyweights are going to try to knock a guy out, hitting him with power shots for a minute and a half, probably. And it's not going to take them two rounds to get back. These are fat boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's, going to happen, that's going to happen to everybody, every heavyweight. Wilder just survived. I think he was out on his feet. I think he was out of there. But he just had that dog in him where he wasn't going down. Because, like I said, at the start of the eighth, when they looked in his eye, and he came out there, and he looked, he, I think he was concussed or just coming off a of concussion. He was hurt. But Ortiz didn't have what it took. I think that Ortiz should have never been able to hurt Wilder, especially not to that degree. You know what I mean? And then when he was hurt, you know, Wilder was just kind of just leaning, leaning back and like getting barely not, you know, getting hit by punches. And and I think it's absurd, these arguments that we have today in today's conversation where we're talking about Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis. Man, Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis will wash this motherfucker. I'm talking about wash him. If, if Lennox Lewis or Mike Tyson had ever had uh, Deontay hurt like that, Deontay would not have seen the next round because he don't know how to survive. He's just being tall. I don't know, man. I, I, now, I, I feel like in the Severn one fight, we've seen a disciplined Wilder. What I will say about Wilder's discipline is he never gets over over himself until it's time. So he he always stays calm. He he doesn't overexert or um, get out of character in his stance to any to any degree. Or, but you know it's just he's so flawed. But he has a, a magical eraser man that can eliminate hey. all those flaws. Yeah. He has an eraser, and those other guys, those two guys that you mentioned, when they when they felt an eraser, what did they do? They went down, and then they went down again, right? Lenny, we're talking about Lennox Lewis, dog. 
Mike Tyson got punched by uh, what's his name, and he was never the same, dog. We're talking, this ain't Buster Douglas punching, dog. Mike Tyson wasn't going against people that was punching that hard, and when he did, he lost. So, you know. Oh, man. I, I, just I, think, I think Wilder is so much more Please. flawed than all of them dudes defensively. He is. That he's, he, shouldn't, he, he, he shouldn't is. be so easy but to he's hit. Tall. He shouldn't be so easy to hit. And then he gets hurt. I, I truly never seen the punch that hurt him. Did you see the punch that gave him all this? Uh, Hell yeah. Was, it like, a, was it like a good shot? Was it a super good yeah, shot? It was a, yeah. It was an excellent shot. It was a left hook, and he sort of just paused. And I was like, uh-oh. But he, and, he, and he, like, threw a jab, but he was out of there. And I was like, oh, shit, this is over. I saw the jab. He, I, it was a hook. It was a left hook. He was throwing something coming in because he was feeling good about himself because he was winning the ace. He was winning the night, and, and I think it was in – no, it was the seventh. So he was winning the sixth, and then the seventh came, and he came in, and he hit him with a, a left hook and paused him, and he was out. And he couldn't do nothing but just stumble around. I saw the shot. I'll it give this performance, shot. dude. I'm going to get that – I give that performance a C plus due to that a lot of us was predicting first and third round knockouts. This was Grandpa against the new Mike Tyson. So for it to have even been a moment where we thought it was all coming tumbling down, or the, the for it had to be as much of a grueling fight as it was, Deontay's performance was not very good, man. It just wasn't. And uh, no one expected the struggle he had. No one. I heard no one. I did hear a few people here or there pick Ortiz. So kudos to those people. But for the most of us who was predicting total dominance, we were wrong, man. Uh, We were wrong, yeah. Kudos. Real real quick, I was saying that I thought that Ortiz would win the first five, you know, five rounds and would catch him or something like that because the the skill of Ortiz is not going to be taken – uh, taken for granted or anything like that. Ortiz definitely, like like Willard was saying on Twitter, we know he's got skills and like his power has been impressive. But I mean, I I I, I think that I, I I would send Deontay to struggle at certain points of the fight. I wasn't expecting it to be the way it was because you know Deontay, sure he won that fifth round with a knockdown, but Ortiz had a pretty good bounce back sixth and a seventh that was a hell of a round for him. And uh, I mean. It was hard for me to give Deontay Wilder more than three three car three rounds on the card, something like that, you know. And for all the judges to have Deontay up on the cards, that was just ridiculous. I seen that afterwards, and I was like, man, you know, Ortiz, you know, he really had to knock Deontay Wilder out in order to win that fight because what he was doing wasn't enough on the judges' scorecard. But to real dudes watching the fight, I was like, that's Ortiz round. That's another Ortiz round. That's a Ortiz round. Oh, Wilder got that one, but then another Ortiz round. Um, but, yeah, the, the the Ortiz fan base, they fell off towards the end because they knew what time it was. But if anyone who was really riding with Ortiz and knows um, the, the the problems that he was definitely going to give Wilder, the skill department was, in, was checked for Luis Ortiz, favored over Deontay Wilder 100%. But that equalizer, man, Deontay Wilder's got a – He's got a lot of power in them hands that could change a fight just like that because that's all it took. When Ortiz was um, feeling himself too comfortable, that's all it takes is one of them hands to land and turn my man's neck sideways. There you go. Ortiz was, uh, 
you know, everybody's got a plan, like we said, until they get hit in the mouth. But when you fight Deontay Wilder, everybody's got to get it. Everybody's got a plan until that hand lands anywhere on your head, you know? But, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, definitely. That's how it goes. Yeah, hey. Hell of a fight, yeah. man. Um, well, we, we've covered the, this whole Ortiz Wilder thing and, and, and then the uh, – possibility of the AJ fight happening and all that. Um and uh honestly I was um I was up for the fact of the HBO card having Dimitri Bivol, young twelve and old fighter, Russian looking Asian. He's a um a young guy that was thrown in the woods pretty quickly with Sullivan Barrera. Everybody's like, oh Sullivan Barrera, that's the guy that, that fought Andre Ward. Oh, he's gonna beat that kid up. He's gonna watch that kid. Light heavyweight champion defending his strap, Dimitri Bivo. Um Well in my opinion, that was the fight that I was obviously I was more hyped for the Wilder Ortiz fight, but when it came to a technical standpoint of a boxing match between two pretty big dudes with some power, I was looking forward to the Dimitri Bivo and Sullivan Barrera fight yesterday. I've seen that Sullivan Barrera was a 5-1 to one underdog in a fight. Pretty surprising it was that low, given the fact that Bivol only had 12 fights under his belt. But we talked about this one, um, I believe, in January. Because if you remember, they were talking about Vlada testing, and Dimitri Bivol kind of went ghost on contract negotiations for a little bit. And we've seen him knocking dudes out punching through their guard and sleeping dudes. Now, I'm not saying that he is or he isn't, but to be 12-0 and 0 with an impressive record that he had and a physique that, I mean, this dude looks like a machine. Um, and, and yesterday had a fight with, uh, with Sullivan Barrera and was um, cut early in a fight due to a headbutt, but was showing a a high-level class of, of skill, man, and ended up stopping Sullivan Barrera in the 12th round after throwing a brutal combination to him. Um, this young guy right here, they talking about times two Kovalev-type power. I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to compare the two um, because Kovalev doesn't seem to have that kind of skill like Dimitri Bivol. But People were wondering if it was all hype from the dudes that he was fighting and stepping into the ring with Sullivan Barrera, but Sullivan Barrera's face got battered yesterday, and Dimitri Bivo got him out of there in the 12th and final round. Did you get a chance to check that fight on HBO? I know you weren't too hyped on the fights for HBO, but, I mean, I had it set on the DVR and had to check it out afterwards because, like I said, I didn't give a shit about Kovalev fighting his buddy. I was trying to see Dimitri and Ferreira get it on because I wanted to see if this kid is all a hype job or if there was any some sort of suspicious punching power that he had, like um, like my man Uz Gotti when he was uh, on the undercard for Ortiz uh, Wilder. Pissed blood, talking about the fight might not go on, and he was landing some shots that Darrell was blocking, but he was still getting hurt through the gloves. You got piss. You got you got blood in your piss. We know what time it is when something like that's happening, man. Come on, cut the foolery. 
But that's what I was trying to pay attention to with Dimitri Bivol yesterday, seeing if he was showing that sort of same punching power, punching through dudes' guards and knocking them out. But he was landing flush on Sullivan Barrera yesterday. And this young guy looks like a straight animal in the light heavyweight division. If if he could somehow land a fight with his Russian counterpart, Sergey Kovalev, we're going to see Kovalev turning from the crusher to crybaby with a K Kovalev talking about all these excuses after a loss again. Did you check that fight out yesterday with my man Sullivan Barrera and, and Bivo yesterday, Willie? Oh, yeah, I was going uh, – I really wasn't looking forward to the fight, you know, I'm not giving Sullivan Barrera as much credit as most people do. Um, but this guy, so I was I was going back and forth with the Rockets game. But I got to see him put in some good work. That guy looks, like you said, like a pure animal. Is he on the juice? Maybe. He isn't really that cut up. He's, he's a little loose in there, but that doesn't really mean, you know, that you're not on something. But that guy's an animal out there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a yeah. picture of him yeah. in – him and Ward going out, uh, uh, Ward put out or something not too long ago, and I didn't really even know know who he is. But, you know, I've seen him fight before. But he's out there. He's punching hard. He's a beast, like he said. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to see see what he's got in that light heavyweight. I don't know if Ward wants that work. I don't know if Kovalev wants that work. But, they're, you know, he's also young, and they might be, you know, being veterans, they got a chance. But that guy's a beast, man. Right, yeah, because I know some of the fan base, well, you know, it's hard. That's why, you know, maybe, you know, we don't give Barrera so much credit as being that great of a fighter, but for the level of competition against a young fighter, pretty good step up and pretty good opposition in front of him. And he just completely washed all of them, Barrera, beat the shit out of him yesterday. I mean, um, the the, 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 the um, Bevo fan base is uh, obviously one that, you probably could be annoyed by saying that, you know, Andre Ward ducked Bevo when it's like, you know, who the fuck is this young kid when you're talking about Andre Ward, the mastermind in the ring? So um, I understand that part. But at the same time, <clears throat> you know, it's almost uh, somewhat similar to the fact of would Floyd Mayweather fight Earl Spence right now? You know what I'm saying? Um, sure, he could school him, but, you know... <laughs> These young guys, man, they're hitting hard, and uh, they're big kids. Um, and Bevo is definitely looking like one of those guys in a light heavyweight. He's going to be a problem for a lot of people moving forward unless somebody can offset what he does best, um, get him thinking, get him moving around in circles in the ring a lot. But um, I was really excited to see this kid because, uh, you know, there's been a lot, of, a lot of hype about him, a whole lot of shit that people have been bursting him up about. And um, I wanted to see how he went against um, – another Cuban fighter who could make a fighter think in the ring. You know, um, speaking of another Cuban fighter, you know, I think we might have to, you know, pray for Cuba today after the two L's they held last night. But um, uh, JP, if you're still with us, did you uh, get a chance to check out Dimitri Bivo and uh, Sullivan Barrera get it on? Um, If so, what kind of take you got on that fight, my man? Man, I honestly didn't because I canceled my HBO subscription. Because they wasn't giving me shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. My bad, I forgot hey, about that. Hey, we just, hey, we just had to cut that nigga mic off. That's uh, that's my mistake, JP. Don't let that <laughs> one. Uh, 
because I forgot that he was talking. I forgot that he was on my team when we were talking shit about HBO, and uh, <laughs> and he canceled his subscription. But hey, anybody who knows me, you know from the place we came from long ago that I got the plug with this illegal cable. So you know, I got all the channels for thirty dollars a month, man. So it's all good. I was I was on that shit yesterday. Um, uh, Janelle still with us? Let's see if he was able to catch the fight. If he didn't, then we can move it along forward and um, talk about Yellow. the uh, other fights. Janelle, yesterday's fight with Dimitri Bivo and Sullivan Barrera. Did you catch that one? Um, I know oh. there's been a lot of hype about Bivo. Um, what's your take on that young guy? Oh, yeah, I caught the fight. Um, actually, going into tomorrow, or yesterday, I mean, uh, that was my most anticipated fight of the weekend. Um, I thought it was going to be Same more competitive. Here. Um, I thought going in that, that it was going to be one of the most competitive back-and-forth match, but it turned out to be the Wilder-Ortiz fight, uh, which is most competitive. Um, but um, it was – hey, man, I guess – hey, I guess oh, this kid up of all, I mean, I guess they're trying to build up the fight between him and Kovalev. It's going to be big in Russia, uh, two power punchers, uh, Kovalev don't like it to the body. Uh, this guy got a pretty good body punch, man. I know it's yeah. going to be his game plan to, to attack Kovalev's body, but again, like I said, now anybody could do what Andre Ward did. And get inside that easy. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the fight. I'm mean, the fight last night. Um, Barrera looks like he just wasn't mentally in that fight at all. Um, he was dominated from beginning to end. It's like after word got done with him, it's like you know, he hasn't been the same fighter since. I mean, all the fights he had since, he just never looked himself again. And uh, and he got manhandled last night and got stopped. And uh, it was I mean. Um, and everybody was kind of praising the guys. The next big light heavyweight of the four word, of before the word fight. But uh, he's definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if he's if he's damn as good, but he's definitely not that. A uh, guy's gonna compete with the top light heavyweights anymore. Um, so it was just a one-sided beat. I mean, what more can I say about that fight? I mean, it was just a one-sided beating. So, yeah, completely one-sided, man. Completely one-sided. And like you said, he got manhandled. By a young man in the ring, so um, not sure what that says about moving forward for Sullivan Barrera. But I mean, when he got knocked down, and you just seen it in his in his face, man. He was there's no moss written all over his face. Like he didn't want to get up and continue taking these punches because there were piston like straights. Like there was no loopiness to some of these punches that were. Um, unorthodox or anything like this. These were textbook punches, man, that this kid was throwing and landing pretty flush. So um, hopefully he could get some big fights moving forward. I mean, I think he personally, I think he beats the shit out Kovalev. And, I mean, Kovalev, yeah, he's, um, you know, let's just move along to Kovalev real quick since we're talking about him. He had a fight yesterday against his buddy who was probably a cook somewhere in Russia or something like that. Um, And Kovalev... You know, he's he's getting these tune-up fights. A lot of people talking shit about other people getting tune-ups, like Keith Thurman and stuff, but Kovalev could get tune-ups after after what happened to him because his last fight that he had previous before this one was another tune-up. But yesterday he just basically beat the shit out, homeboy. They stopped the fight, I believe the seventh round, because of, uh, you know, the guy's face was just battered, cut up, bloody mess. I mean, Kovalev, he bullied him yesterday. He bullied him, and, you know, he can't 
he can't let it go with Andre Ward. He's still posting stuff about Andre Ward, talking shit about him, and Kovalev just. He, he reminds me of a sad person, you know? <laughs> and uh, yesterday his fight was pretty sad. Um, but he picked up the win nonetheless. Maybe he's trying to catch up from some of these ducats that he was not able to receive against Andre Ward because Andre Ward took heavy amount of the lion's share when it came to money. So Kovalev, he was in action not too long ago, and he's right back in there last night. Willem, you see him bully this guy that, I mean, I could be wrong, but I never heard of this fucking guy he's fighting. I don't know maybe if there's a buzz going on out in Houston, Texas, about the opposition he was in the ring with, but I didn't hear nothing. Yeah, I don't know who he was. It was like a teammate or something. Uh, Kovalev, he's I don't I think he might be done. You know, I was sort of hype on him on his first on his first little comeback. But this guy, he should have got him out of there. This guy was touching him with shots, shots that if anybody could punch like this young like this young uh, Bevo can, you know, Kovalev might be sleeping again. Uh, might well might be down. So. I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like as I always do, and 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 keep it consistent and let. And after fighting Ward, the best fighter in the game, two times, and, and losing two times, and getting like humiliated two times, two uh, tune-ups is all right with me. I have no, you know, I don't have a problem with Keith Thurman's tune-ups. I don't have a problem with uh, Kovalev's tune-ups. You know. So I'm not really, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not mad at that. Get some KOs, but he didn't look too good last night. And maybe that's just because that's his boy, sort of. So he didn't want to be too, too violent out there. But he just didn't look in shape. He looked sort of old in there. I don't know. Kovalev might be done. The humiliation might have got to him because I see he's still, yeah, talking about war and shit for no reason. That's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't let it go. But, no, good point, man, because um, when I was watching the fight yesterday, not going to lie, you know, we had music playing and shit. Everybody's still talking about the Wilder knockout and all this and that. And um, uh, But I was paying attention, and that guy was landing some shots on Kovalev. I was surprised. I was like, wait, which which Russian just hit? That dude hit Kovalev. Any punch from Bevo that that guy landed yesterday on Kovalev it's going to be a lot more damage than what Kovalev had yesterday. He could just he could just shrug those ones off yesterday from his boy because there's nothing to worry about there. But um, in my estimation, yeah, Kovalev, um, I, I'm not mad at the, the, the tune-ups that he's getting. I'm just, you know, how critical fans are when Keith just wants one tune-up compared to no backlash whatsoever for Kovalev getting two tune-ups. I wonder why. But um, it, it, it is what it is. That shit happens. So, um, but um, real quick, I've I just seen right now that we got our man D on the line. Um, it's been a long time since we took a call from the Chuck. So, and I know he don't like waiting. He'll wait for a few seconds. But if we don't go to him, he's got bigger fish to fry. So let's take it to the Chuck, a man who's been talking about Deontay Wilder from the start, because. He coined phrase one that I have not used in a while, but I, I like it whenever I hear it. He said Deontay Wilder puts cats in bobblehead city. So, D from the 843, how you doing, my man? I know you're pretty hyped after that win yesterday that Deontay Wilder had. 
Um, let's hear what you got to take about it and about the possible mm-hmm. AJ Wilder fight that happens following forward, hopefully in the near future. What's going on, my man? What's good? What's good, man? Uh, good to be back on, uh, you know. Oh, man. What uh that was a classic in my, in, in my uh in my my book there that was a classic man. Uh, to be down, I had him down before before he stopped him. You know, the whole oh, yeah. the whole uh, you know I said he needs a knockout man. He ain't looking good. Me and Sam going back and forth on on uh, text message man. He ain't looking good man. He's standing right in front. I didn't like that shit. I didn't understand that whole uh. Game plan strategy. Why was he standing straight in front of uh, Ortiz like that for the first uh, majority of the fight? He was standing right in front of him and getting tagged. You ain't gonna be able to do that against Joshua. You can't. Uh, what was he? Two fourteen? They said. Shit, no. Yeah. Joshua was hurt him. Big He's going to have to put on at least 15 to 20 more pounds if he's going to do that. And if he does do that, Joshua will beat him. I don't understand and, that. And, uh, and, game and, plan. And, to be fair, yeah, uh, to be fair too, D, uh, Wilder said that he did get sick in his camp. That's why he weighed in yeah. so light. Yeah. So I, I guess he has some so he got a cold, yeah. Something like that. It had to be something because that was the first time he weighed at 214 since, um, I believe, 2006 or something like that, they said. So um, some sort of sickness or something like that. So I was really surprised when I seen 214 because Ortiz was weighing at 241. Pretty significant right. difference there, man. Right. Uh, hell of a comeback. It was. Oh, Hearn. Joshua ain't scared. Now, people are Joshua. No, Joshua ain't scared. Hardly no boxers are scared of another boxer. We all know that. They wouldn't be in the game. Hearn is the scary one, and they're going to avoid Wilder. I don't see that fight happening. That fight not happen until 19, man. That fight might not happen until 19. I don't see it happening next year, you know, and they'll make excuses. Uh, he didn't want to settle for the purse. Wilder already said he'll come over across the pond, and that's the fight everybody wants to see now. Don't sleep on Parker, though. <laughs> Parker, Parker might... Uh, Shock some people, man. Uh, I see Joshua winning that, though. He should win it. He better win it. Uh, everything go up in smoke if he don't. Uh, people are saying uh, he might, you know, he might get a little bit exposed when he fights Parker. I can see that happening. It ain't going to be easy. I don't think Parker can make it easy for him. You know, but... uh if that seventh round, that seventh round or eighth round, which one was it? Oh, if that was about that's ten more seconds in that in that in that in that in that fight in that round, we'd be looking at uh, on the other end of that uh, the winner, man. I think it would have been Ortiz pulling that one out last night. That bell, <laughs> what he showed the grit, man, that I always knew he had. Yeah. Just somebody had to bring it out in him. Son says Mike Tyson. Uh, would lose to him. I say, man, well, I don't know what you're smoking. It must be the good shit out there. I want to, I want to smoke some of that. Uh, 
Tyson would have <laughs> get up to his his uh oh man, I couldn't believe his legs looked so his leg he always had little chicken legs. It wasn't me, he looked awful even more uh skinnier his legs looked more skinnier than you know. That'd be the number thing number one thing on on the priority list. You gotta put on that weight and keep that weight on, man, if you're gonna go against uh some of these bigger guys, you know. But no, definitely. It was uh, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it definitely was uh, you know, you you got to go to that deep water to find out if you're gonna swim or not. Deontay Wilder was definitely taking deep water in that seventh round, and oh, yeah. um, he made it out. So it, it's never easy to to make it out of something so difficult. But it shows a lot about a man's determination, heart, and all that good stuff. And Deontay Wilder passed the test. Um, I wouldn't say with flying colors, but he did pass the test because he did show spots of being vulnerable and all that. But he took care of business. Um, oh, yeah. Now, Eddie Hearn, like you're talking about, talking about being scared and all that, he's talking about if uh, Joseph Parker, a guy that's a lot dog in the fight also, can't sleep on Joseph Parker because he can be a party crasher. But they're talking about, I mean, I'm with you. I don't know how soon this fight can possibly happen with AJ and Deontay because they talking about fighting Jarrell Miller if he gets yeah, no, goes to the party. Right. Like, what, what is that? Yeah, I mean, and that's what we're going to probably see for the next, uh, which is kind of shitty, you know? Uh, one thing we do know, Wild already said, he trying to be the best. Fuck the money, you know, fuck the fame. He want to be the best. He willing to do whatever it takes. He'll probably settle for thirty percent, twenty five percent. He'll probably settle some ridiculous number, you know, to make it happen. Well, yeah, he said you know? that. He said that he'll take whatever they offer him. Let's say Anthony Joshua offers a seventy five twenty five. He said he'll take it, but they have to take the same thing in the rematch. So, oh yeah, the balls in their, the balls in their court. Deontay Wilder is. Agreed to, you know, I don't, I personally don't negotiate with terrorists like that, but the way that Deontay Wilder did it, it's like what you want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, and, you know, shit, you... I was going to say, Go ahead, uh, you know, looking, looking, at, looking at how Wilder is built, built now, I don't think Josh would be able to take, take uh, be able to handle in the trenches. How that dude was able to stand up? Uh, he was hit. He was hurt a couple t- different times, probably three or four times. Man, it looked like he was rocked. And uh, how he and I don't see Joshua being able to withstand that kind of punishment. Okay, Lord knows I'm the biggest Vlad Vlad fan. You see what Vlad did? He just couldn't finish him. What do you think Wilder could do? Wilder could finish him if he get him hurt like that. Which I see him. You know he ain't faster. He ain't faster than Wilder. I see Wilder clipping, clipping him, man, and uh, putting him down. I see that, you know. Uh, if it happens sooner than later, you know, that's that's the big question. Uh, who's on the ride? You got you got Fury might pop in the picture again uh, shortly. He made a video. I seen it. He'll beat Wilder, no question. This and that and that after what he watched last night. And Wilder hit. Uh, 
if Wilder hits him with a punch, man, uh, that he hit, or he'll be down to. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you're right about that, man. So you're right about that. Um, you know, a cruiserweight yeah, dropped him, so I don't want to hear that right there. Yeah, I seen I seen Tyson Fury's fat ass uh, running with a big ass log on his back and shit like that. Looks like he's getting back into fight shape again. But we've been saying this shit about Tyson Fury for so long now. Um, it's the boy that cried wolf. So hard to hard to say that he's gonna be back anytime soon until he's actually back. And instead of you know with all this jibber jabbing and all the shit that he's been doing, so. We'll see how that goes because obviously if we go through the ranks of the heavyweights, you know, you could put it either way, however you may take it with Wilder and Joshua being one and two. Um, I would definitely probably have to put Ortiz at three, Joseph Parker at four. Um, and, I mean, depending on if Tyson Fury's in the picture, he'll be higher than both those guys there. He might actually be that third person being the lineal ring champion. So, um, it all depends, but we definitely got some names in the mix. We could make a lot of things happen. Um, I guess you could put a guy like Jarrell Miller at that six or seven slot or whatever, whatever, and see how that goes. But, um, you know, it, it, it was a, a, a damn good night of boxing, though, man. I was uh, really, really fucking impressed with the way things went out yesterday. Um, was, not in, was not shocked that Deontay Wilder was losing early because, as you mentioned, you had him down on the cards, and it was a comeback fight from the estimation of everybody who was saying Glider with the comeback victory knockout, but the judges had him up on the scorecard. So, um, you know, it, it's never boxing without a little bit of controversy. So um, yeah, just a, a little indication if it somehow went to the cards, how shit like that happened. But um, nonetheless, USA rose to the cream to the crowd yesterday. They did what they had to do, and Deontay Wilder made the U.S. very proud because, like you said, we were – 10 seconds away or not, maybe not even 10 seconds. We might have been one punch away from Joshua Ortiz instead of possibly Joshua Wilder in the near future because for a second, Wilder was in Bobblehead City for about 17 seconds there. And um, it was, um, I I mean, I was in shock when it happened because Ortiz, I I mean, I expected him to land on Deontay Wilder, but for Wilder, the, the look of grimace on his face, when he was trying to hold Ortiz because he knew he was in danger, but Wilder not accustomed to, to grabbing on the dudes when he's hurt, being in an uncomfortable position and just getting chops to the body that was really hurting him even more, Deontay Wilder was in some deep water, but he floated to the top and was able to swim his way out of it. So much respect to Deontay Wilder, man. Um, we'll, we'll see how that whole ordeal works out. How long will it be, 2019? If it don't happen, I mean, we got, I mean, Joshua, we we got him fighting later on this month. And then if he says, okay, yeah, he fight fucking Jarrell Miller later on this year, then they got to fight next year. Like, there's nothing, there's no other way around it early next year. So we'll see what's up with it, man. Um, But Willa, talking about, covered the fights yesterday, but I know you wanted to talk about your man, Mike Garcia, who's in a fight with, um, don't want to butcher the man's name, but Lepetis. This is going to be a fight that'll make Mikey Garcia a four-division champion. Smart fight. Was supposed to 
make something happen with Jorge Linares. Things didn't work out. But Mikey Garcia, free agent, can do whatever he wants. And why not get another strap in another division to add that feather in his cap? Because everybody knows, I mean, <clears throat> Mikey Garcia is just, he is an A-level fighter. The guy's a damn good fighter. And um, looking to pick up another strap coming up next weekend. Um, champion can't be sleeping pretty good these days leading up to Saturday, wouldn't you think? Unless Willis rolling up some of that sticky. But, I mean, me personally. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, my fault. Hey, yeah, Mikey Garcia, prodigal son. We're going to see him. uh, You know, this is sort of like a tune-up. I think uh, this guy, Limplitz, Limpinitz, being uh, 13-0, you know, but he is the champ, I think the IBF champ or something like that. So, you get a belt. Get a uh, get a tune up with a belt. Nobody can complain about that. And you you know, been champ in another division, so should be some easy work. Uh, you know, we must give respect to him, so that's why we have to uh, talk about it. But yeah, should be some easy work, and and he'll get another belt, man. So he'll be a, a player. Was that a super lightweight? You know. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that, you know, taking a championship off of a champion is a tune-up, but as good as Mikey Garcia is, it damn near is a tune-up. Like, (laughs) um, it's hard for a champion to be considered this much of an underdog, but when you're talking about the skill level of Mikey Garcia, the prodigal son, as you mentioned, the dude is not just a – your typical head hunting power puncher. He's going he's gonna destroy your body. He's gonna open you up and he's gonna decapitate you. And Mikey Garcia has been catching bodies. Um, you know, pitched a shutout against Adrian Broner. And there's it's hard to argue um who's having a hotter time right now or who's got the most uh uh, uh speed picked up as far as momentum than Mikey Garcia in Boston today because, you know, ever since his layoff uh, and, and dealing with the promotional issue that he had with Bob Arum, he's came back and, I mean, he's been on a tear. So Mikey Garcia definitely looking to, uh, looking to add to his, his trophy case next week. Um, I know you wanted to cover the uh, Jose Ramirez, Amir Iman fight with Jose Ramirez. Um, quite frankly, might be well. He's in the he's in the discussion for reals. Uh, um, for I mean, we just brought up one of them right now, um, being the biggest Mexican, the biggest Mexican fighter besides Canelo Alvarez. I mean, you got Mikey Garcia right there, and Benavidez uh, is also damn good fighter. Um, but Jose Ramirez is a guy that I think a lot of people are gonna start to take recognition of. Um, getting his first uh, title shot against Amiri Mon, but that'll be March 17th, so we'll, we will um, definitely preview that one next week. Um, but, but yeah, Mikey Garcia is going to be put. <laughs> Mike Garcia was um, in the ranks last year 
for uh, KO of the year that we had with our award show. So with the fight that he's got lined up this week, it looks like he might be auditioning for uh, knockout of the year. 2K18 edition outside his boxing podcast. So we'll see how Mikey Garcia takes care of his business um, leading up. But if um, there's anything else we got to cover on here, Willa, um, that that you know of, uh, let's get to it. If not, I mean, it's been a damn good show today. We've had a whole lot of crazy opinions um, with the with the Wilder, Joshua, with uh, mythical fights that we kind of just bring up from time to time, but all in all, a pretty damn good show in an action-packed week of boxing. Hey, yeah. Um, it's Sergey Lipinets who's going to be fighting Mikey Garcia. Lipinets. Yeah, yeah Lipinets. And Lipinets is a pretty good fighter, so um, it's definitely going to be better than Mikey's last fight, more more competitive. And for Mikey, you know, it's, it's it's time to do something. I'd say Canelo, as far as the Mexicans go, is the commercial champion. But I think Mikey is the people's champion. And um, he's the one that I think more of the hardcores and more of the, 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 the normal people would associate to if he ever become the star that Canelo is. I actually think he'd be he even won't. more marketable. You don't think he will? No, 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 no. Canelo's the king of boxing, man. Stop the nonsense. I just think, you know, more of them, the dudes I know, you know, that's in the boxing. Mikey's that guy. They like Canelo. They're down with Canelo. But Mikey's that guy. He the real one, you know what I mean? He ain't the star he is, you know. Of course, because Mikey hasn't had the fights or he hasn't fought Mayweather and Cotto and he doesn't have these names on his resume. But that's the guy who they seem to gravitate to a little more. But um, just excited he's for that. He's better than Camelo. Uh, he's, he he's, might be better he's, than Camelo. He's way better than Camelo, but, he, but he's not, not going to – I don't think – Canelo is a special special type of guy. So, so yeah, it, it, you know, it, it takes – there's guys that yeah, – my bad. There's guys that like uh, Danny uh, – like, like Mikey Garcia that are better than Canelo – and the fans might love them more, sort of, but Canelo's the big dog, and he's going to be there for a while. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Golden Boy got all they all they pushed behind Canelo, whereas Mikey, kind of in the PBC camp, is one of many. <clears throat> so that's a thing, also. But uh, definitely yeah. excited for that. that that Badu Jack, um, Adonis Stevenson thing coming up. And we got uh, Kovalev calling out Stevenson saying, uh, no, Badu Jack saying that if you beat Stevenson, I want you. So we might potentially see Badu Jack and Kovalev. So, yeah, excited for all of that, man. I think we got Broner coming up with a fight. Who Broner got? I just seen a headline on Twitter. Broner got somebody coming out. Oh, Figueroa and Hell in a Cell. <laughs> oh, no. Figueroa pulled out. I just read that on Twitter. Figueroa has pulled out. Oh, God. That punk Omar Figueroa. What was hey, breaking news? I don't know. That was breaking news. I just caught that on Twitter. Uh, shit, if I could find it on the feed real quick, I would. But, uh, no, nah, yeah, that's breaking news. Figueroa's pulled out. 
Wow, Omar Figueroa pulled out. I mean, both fighters got in a little bit of trouble. Um, you know, Adrian Broner with his, you know, possible Donald Trumping at the mall. Uh, Omar Figueroa with the DUI. So that's why I said it was going to be a hell in a cell match. But, you know, that's unfortunate. It could have been a pretty good step-up fight. I mean, not even necessarily a step-up fight for Broner, but a, a recognizable name that he could finally get a W on his na- on his resume because, you know, Omar Figueroa coming off absolute domination of Robert the Ghost Guerrero. But, you know, hey, this happens, man. So um, I know we're going to be seeing Adrian Broner talking on social media pretty soon here because he's very vocal about everything. And we'll see how they come up with some sort of uh, replacement for that because I think Adrian Bonner has been, he's been busting ass from what I've seen um, in his camp life. But, I mean, we'll see who they throw in there with them. Um, definitely going to be interesting, but, hey, here it is. Sometimes it goes down like this. Um, if, if, if they could pull it back maybe a month later or something like that, depending on what's the reason for the pullout, I'm down for that. Um, you know, a little bit longer at camp. Won't do Adrian Bronner no bad. So, we'll see how that goes. That, but, shit, that sucks, man. Yeah, right here. I'm actually on it right now. Um, but, yeah, man, um, I, I actually think Bronner was going to lose the fight anyway. Uh, it still says Bronner will still fight. Uh-huh. Championship due to a shoulder injury, shoulder injury sustained during training. Yeah, so that appears to be the reason Figueroa sustained a shoulder injury. So that's where we and are. Ain't gonna, I, they ain't gonna uh, pull, they ain't gonna postpone a fight a month later or something off of a shoulder injury too. That's that fight's just not gonna happen, <laughs> you know. Well, we got Jamal Charlo on that card too, by the way, so it'll still be worth tuning into. Did you guys see that uh, interaction with Charlo and Dan- Daniel Jacobs last night? Yes, we did. I was talking to Willa about that this morning. Um, I'll let you go first, Willa, if you want to, because you know that. You know, yeah, yeah, there's haters out here I, I, talking nonsense. Yeah, yeah, we see we see young Charlo out there waiting waiting for uh, for Jacobs to walk around the corner. I've got guys texting me. We won't say any <laughs> names. But they're talking about, uh, I, I see the fear in this young man's eyes. If you look in the young man's eyes the whole time, the way he's talking, I'm thinking, man, this boy is either drunk or high, right? Because he sort of leaned back. His eyes are bloodshot red. He's he sort of, you know, he's real chill. So they're waiting on Jacobs. Jacobs comes. He just tells them, hey, it is what it is. We we, we want to get it on. Let's get it on. And and, 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 and that was that. So it's very entertaining to see. You know, Charlo thinks, you know, Charlo I know has respect for Jacobs, but I don't think Charlo was scared like some guys are saying. Like, he, you know, he jumped up. He was already high out there. And his, and his brother was not there. If his brother was there, they probably would have been turned up. But his right-hand man wasn't there, so he was just cooler. That's the vibe I got the whole time before it even happened. So, or 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 if if Danny Jacobs was light-skinned with a ponytail, 
Harlow would have been real riled up. <laughs> Without oh, his right hand man. <laughs> I want to bring that one back. Oh shit. Nah, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> nah, but I mean I mean Charlo he looked like he was, you know he looked like he smelled the boogeyman around the corner. And Danny Jacobs showed up at the right time. I love the interaction because yeah, fuck all the Twitter beef going back and forth and shit. Um funny seeing Eric Kelly chilling with uh Danny Jacobs and all that. Uh Brooklyn was definitely in the house last night. But I don't know, man. You know, Danny Jacobs, like he said, his, both his legs work compared to the last opposition that the Charlo's been at. So, hey, Big Ma, uh, you guys might have to you have to see Danny Jacobs eventually. And, hey, Danny Jacobs, he definitely ain't no punk. And uh, usually he's, uh, he keeps his uh, businessman persona for the most part, but yesterday he had that Brooklyn in him yesterday, and uh, I don't know, just from what I've seen in the eyes of, of young Charlo yesterday, looked like, uh, you know, looked like uncle showed up and nephew was on the scene, <laughs> but like you said, he didn't have his boy with him, so, you know, Texas is a long way from where he was at yesterday, but I love the interaction. Hopefully, we could get something like that popping pretty soon, because not everybody's scared of the Charlos like they, they believe. I know they got a lot of yes men in the corner telling them that they're untouchable. So they're, they're human, you know. When you got so many people boasting you up, it happens. And, you know, they you know talking about the Lions then and all that with Earl Spence. Earl Spence, he's not, he's not really uh, full of himself like that. He's a confident individual but humble for the most part. But the Charlo brothers, oh, they love the, they love the spotlight. They love the... To, to get their name out there as much as they can. And, hey, I like the Charlo brothers, too. They've been having some, I mean, magnificent knockouts, the both of them in their last last few performances. But I like Danny Jacobs a lot. And sometimes with these young punks that just get a little too hype, you know, Jamal and Jamel, Odell Beckham, Danny Jacobs had to put them in their place one time or another. But hopefully we could get that one popping in itself. Hey, I thought that Jamal looked a little shook yesterday. What did you think about that that little interaction they had yesterday, JT? So it sounds like you saying we seen Big Maul grow a ponytail a bit. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> no, man. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I love the Charlo brothers because they like some shit out of a comic book to me. Imagine these niggas is like Marvel, but they they powers is being boxers. And they just, but these niggas is like villains, though. They just, they just go around acting super fucking tough and like, you know, talking a gang of shit like, hey, no man on earth heard them and shit. And I love that about them. Um, but I, 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 like you, like you guys are kind of alluding to, the energy kind of wasn't the same. You feel me? It seemed like at first the niggas was like in the hallway, kind of like, yeah, well, where niggas at? Where niggas at? And then, um, you know. <laughs> Little Charlo get on or whatever, and then uh, you know Big Charlo kind of there. Now I'm I'm like okay now if you in the hallways like if you if you lurking through the 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 bowels of the fucking uh, stadium looking for cats, uh, and then when you see him he like oh yeah there he go right there. I'm like oh he's gonna get on him. Nah, the energy was a little different. Now I'm not saying like he was spooked or something. I'm not saying that. But 
the energy is not what I expected. That is all I will say. You know, and I, I, I don't think my boy afraid of nothing because I ain't never seen that out of them dudes. Like I say, they like superheroes to me. But the energy wasn't what I expected. Was he high? Was he drunk? Was he off a Zanny bar? I have no idea what the fuck he was off. But, but the energy you know, never changed. The energy though. wasn't there. You know, it was a little change of energy. I don't, because he was like, yeah, you know, there he go right there. And then he got up there and he was like, yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say it did, but I also there, it seemed like it was a whole bunch of people with him. So he might have seen Danny Jacobs like, yeah, there you go. And then he saw another 15 people and was like, ah, we ain't going to be doing nothing tonight. And, you, you know, know so I, I don't think I, he's scared like of them. I like to believe the Charlos had no governing system for rationale. You know, and last night showed me, oh, man, he might be actually logical. Fuck, I just want him to be high heads that's ready to go at all times. And he just played in Dennis Energy even after during the interview. was like, oh, yeah, man, whatever, whoop-de-bam. He wasn't really tripping like he wasn't turned. And I just always felt like they were super turned and ready to go at all times. So, Maybe some of it's actually stick, you know what I mean? But I like I like the yeah. Charlos that, that his ready brother to wasn't go there all time. Like, well, shit, I need them to use the hype when they. That's how it was when I went and saw them in the uh, when the at the media thing when he was by it, I saw the Jamel it was Jamel Charlo at the media day out here in, in Houston. When he was with him, it was it was a different type of energy. It was different. So when like, at the beginning he was more yeah you know he was quiet, but then at the end when his brother was there, they was hyped. So you know I think it's it's I think it's it's real. It's just usually when they're together that they're getting hyped because you know they're twins though. So I don't think it's a fake uh, dick, but I know I know he saw I know he saw all those people. It got thick in there, like you said. Shout out to that boy Eric Kelly. We saw him talking shit to some nigga. But they did call him pussy, though. Yeah. Somebody did call him a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. So they really weren't. You I, know, know I think he was just, he didn't want to take that, that, that L right there. But if his brother was there, I think it would have been, it would have probably been a little scuffle. So nigga don't keep yeah. the same energy without his identical twin around. So <laughs> twin shit really coming in, in into play. Like, what if the twin can't make like a real fight superhero. one time? The nigga gonna lose. Nigga gonna lose if the twin can't make a fight <laughs> one time. No, 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 no. I just no, 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 because they still boxing. These guys are still killing boys, so you know yeah, I, I ain't like, worried about that. Just watch it's it just again. Like, uh, look at look at his eyes the whole time. I think he's a little. I think he. I think he was a little whatever. And he saw all those people. It wasn't Danny. It was Jake. He was towering over him. It looked like he was two inches taller than this dude. He was looking down. Yeah, on Jacob. Like I don't think Jacob he was. Stepped. I don't think he really worried about no Jacobs. He ain't like, worried Charla about that damn Jacobs. Charlotte was so chilling on the wall, but Jacob worked. stepped for him. And uh, and it's 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 just like when the Mean Street Posses. Used to be by themselves, they'd be all quiet. But then when Rodney, Pete, when Rodney and Pete Gas would show up, then they get all hype. You know, it's <laughs> something similar like that. <laughs> I never want to see that energy again out of the Super Charlos, man. I never want to see out of, out of my Super Boxing heroes the Super Charlos. I, I only want to see them niggas lit every time. 
Yeah, because they're always super hype. And, like, I'm just – I'm giving Willow a hard time because, you know, we both do that to each other. But, hey, I'm a Jacobs fan, man, and I know Jacobs, um, like we said, he, he's not like that always hype, like the Charlos, you know, running his mouth and stuff like that. I know that's that's the Charlos saying, keep running your mouth. But, I mean, Jacobs stepped to him like a real dude. Fuck all this Twitter beef, young man. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about it right here. I showed up just at the right time, like you said. And like I said, man, that's a badass fight. Hopefully we can get that one going on. Danny Jacobs is a guy who's willing to fight anybody. So, you know, hard to hate on the guy. And, and uh, will it be, you know, schools in session? I mean, maybe. Or will, you know, the Charlos keep doing what they're doing, running through dudes? That's possible, too. So, um, you know, Sergio Mora, you know, put Danny Jacobs on his ass long ago. But, you know, it's the fight game. It happens. But I will look at it again, Willa, just to see what you're talking about because when I was watching it this morning, um, yeah, I was just really shocked to see, you know, Maltarlo be on the on the silent a little bit, kind of just like, you know, he was um, he was a little shook, you know. I mean, um, Danny Jacobs talking about he ain't touching no M, and, I mean, that's going to humble somebody real quick. And um, he's like, well, you don't know what I make. Like, <laughs> you know, kind of just. Yeah, that offer was, was just a off- kill shot. You know, that that was a kill yeah. shot to these young guys. And, and and I did see it sort of changed. When he said that, that's when he stood up. And then he was more in his yeah. face at that point in time. You know, it, the energy did shift again. You know, it wasn't to nothing disrespectful. But that's how you shoot these young guys. You know, he was like, hey, I made an M that was <laughs> You don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. He say we all know. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> that fight happens. Um, I don't think anyone is scared of either one, but I think that uh, I would be going for the Charlo to win in that one by probably KO. For sure, for sure. That's a that's a hell of a fight right there. Well, um, yeah, man, I mean, shit, good show today, fellas. I appreciate everybody for coming on. Um, uh, JP, anything you got? that you want to say before we get out of here, and then I'll take it to Willa, and then we'll wrap it on up, man, and get the Sunday started because I got my snowflakes ready to put the jacket on. You feel me? Uh, I got nothing, fellas. Y'all have a blessed week, man, and, uh, you know, take care. All right, Willa, what's going on with you for the rest of the Sunday? Willa, I mean, I know your Rockets ain't playing today, so um, what you got lined up for the rest of the day, my man? Uh no. Um just call me uh uh family guy today. Just be chilling with the fam, nothing nothing special. So uh yeah man. Probably get to, get to see uh uh easy some easy work this weekend and uh I'll catch you next weekend, man, talk some good boxing. Oh yeah, for sure. Um I'm a uh uh I actually uh, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. I know I wasn't able to make it on the last show, got me a goddamn speeding ticket on my way to making it to the house. So, uh, you know, that kind of threw me off a little bit. And um, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to check out the Big and Tupac show or Black Panther. So I was like, you know, well, fuck, I'm going to be worthless for this show. But um, hopefully I'll get, I'll get the uh, a couple things checked off the list whenever the Willow and Wilt show comes on Wednesday. So, um, and I'll talk to you then, man. And uh, we'll we'll cover up whatever happens throughout the week with uh, this crazy sport of boxing, man. But um, speaking for myself, JP, uh, Janelle, D from the 843, and my main man, Willa, out in Houston, Texas, outside his boxing podcast. Been a great show talking to everybody today. 
And we'll be back sooner than later, as you already know, at a regularly scheduled time, 12 p.m. Pacific, 2 o'clock Central. Everybody in the boxing world, may you all have a blessed day. Be safe and make the next day better than it was today. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, Bomb Squad, and we out. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.